hey there and welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church in Eastern Washington. My name is Brent. With me as always is my friend Megan. Hello. And uh, we are excited that you would join us. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hopefully this is a helpful, worthwhile half hour of your week. Megan, how are you? I'm doing all right. How was the weekend? It was okay. Yeah? Doing anything fun? No. I I went out to breakfast with my boyfriend. Okay. We got to see each other for... All of like three hours nice. this weekend. It was great. Great. We Where, went where's to, breakfast at in the Tri-Cities for you? What's, okay, your, what's well, your go-to? This is a new one for me okay. because I was um, I was like Googling where in the Tri-Cities you should eat breakfast. and The answer is McGill's, but where oh, did okay. you go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Yeah. That was one of the options. But was it? Yeah. I was, um, <clears throat> so there's this bar in Kennewick, kind of like by uh, Columbia Trail called Amendment 21. Uh, love Amendment yeah, 21. Yeah, they do breakfast. What? Yes. So that was my reaction when I <laughs> like found Bloody out. Bloody Marys or no, what? Well, I'm sure they have those <laughs> options. No, but on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they open at nine and from nine to noon, they have breakfast food and it's like pretty traditional. I got biscuits and gravy and they make their gravy with like Jameson and it's like great. Oh, it, it doesn't so surprise good. me. Their food is super good. And uh, secret uh, stuff at the Dry Cities, they have a shuffleboard table in the back. Yes, and they it's do. For rizzle free. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if you go to Jokers, they have like these bars that come up when you and you got to pay and all yeah. that kind of stuff. This is, these are free, yep. y'all. Yeah. So, I play shuffleboard. I'm giving, there. A, I'm giving away my secrets. I will be That's our, honest. Like, hangout for the shuffleboard table group. location at Amendment 21. It's tough. It's a little tough. It's right by the bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see who's using those a lot. Yeah. <laughs> worth it worth it yeah so that's where we went to breakfast because i was really i was like what they do breakfast? i didn't even know they did breakfast so that's yeah. that's news to me that's and great so that's why we went there because i got all like, intrigued and excited yeah so cool i yeah. uh my, my parents 40th wedding anniversary was saturday what? yeah that's so exciting and my dad hosted a missions oxygenist church and so uh, typical dad planning a, a church event on his 40th anniversary <laughs> date. I'm sure my mom was just like, oh, yeah, whatever, no. Um <laughs> Well, by this point, she's got to be used to it. Yeah, totally used to it, right. So I talked uh, the the some of this. I have three younger sisters, and we got a text ring going on, I don't know, Thursday night, Wednesday night. Hey, we should probably do something special for mom and dad. I'm sick of being guilted in to the, that on the day of. Like, <laughs> none of my kids. Eeyore, <laughs> none of my kids thanked us on our anniversary. <laughs> Um, so we said we're going to get on top of it ahead of this year because 40 is a big number. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. Yep. You wanna, I'll tell you what I did for my parents on their 40th. Okay. Well, I had a, like a couple friends over, but I made them a like framed thing. So my mom has this, um, we have a couple like family sayings. And so I had a couple pictures of them and then I had like some information about things that had happened by their 40th. But one of her sayings is, Bloody blah years of uninterrupted marital bliss. Yeah. And so that was like on there. And 40 years of mar- uninterrupted it was un- marital yeah, bliss. 40 years of What's another, what's a family Bojan like saying that's kind of off the wall and funny? Off the wall and funny? Yeah. Do you have anything weird? One. I'm sure we do. You, have you We're ever kind heard, of a weird family, but. Have you ever heard of Travis Hackey's? No. Uh, we cannot be embarrassed and we will not be ignored. That's their family <laughs> motto. Oh my gosh. That makes it make so much more so sense. So much sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally fits Travis. Cannot be embarrassed. We will not be ignored. Yeah. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I don't uh, think we have one like that. No. Okay. So Saturday night then, I uh, I called up the auctioneer, the guy who's hosting the event, and I said, hey, if I could present something on behalf of the kids for my parents. Um, so they, they were doing an auction. They had this thing called the golden ticket where um, if you got your name drawn, you buy you know buy a ticket for 100 bucks or something like that. If you get your name drawn, you get your choice of any item on, on that's going to be 
typically up for live auction, but that'll come off the auction block and you get to take it home. So right before they did that, uh, the auctioneer says, we actually have a second golden ticket. So I got to go up and then uh, we gave them two uh, like cool, really cool Mariner shirts, like shirts, Mariner shirts that I would wear, by the way. Nice. Uh, really, really awesome. And then we uh, gave them a certificate for a weekend in Seattle, uh, like a night stay over there. Uh, they have a, like a favorite Chinese restaurant called the Sanya in downtown and then uh, some Mariner's tickets. And I nice. said, I said, uh, it comes with one golden ticket. You get to pick one of your children to join you <laughs> for the, if you have to do it right now. And just keep in mind that only two of us are here. So the other two will never know. And uh, and biblically speaking, the firstborn son, <laughs> I played it up so great. It was awesome. But uh, no, we're going we're gonna, to, obviously the whole family is going to go to a fun Mariners game, which is going to be great. I haven't been to a game in like two years. So this is like partly an excuse to like do something nice for my parents, but also like I really want to go to a Mariners game. And so let's do this Brent. thing. Yeah, exactly. If we can work this out and make this a win, let's do it. Speaking of baseball, I also yeah. uh, did a little fantasy f- baseball draft last Ooh, night. Nice. I haven't done fantasy baseball in years, uh, primarily because I'm super excited April, May, in like half of June. Uh-huh. And then July, August, I'm like, uh, I'm so sick of baseball. And that's typically because the math, uh, the uh, Mariners are mathematically eliminated by then. Yep. Um, and I am not saying that this year is going to be any different. It'll oh. probably be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I uh, do have some money in it, and uh, I got a team, and, and I'm pretty excited. It's a 16-team yeah. league, which means wow. that I have guys on my team I've never heard of. Yeah. And I'm just trusting uh, that Yahoo Fantasy Sports knew what they were talking about and saying that this guy actually genuinely does play yeah. for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, I could have drafted <laughs> your dad. I have no idea on some of the names that I drafted. I, I did got, fantasy like, baseball one year. How'd you do? Um, I got, oh, I was like first loser. Like I just missed That's not out. not good. No, I was really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, I was like the, I did like just missed on playoffs. Oh. Was like the oh, team gotcha. Just You're below the first playoffs. one yeah. out of the money uh-huh. for that. And Lame. That because sucks. I was really excited because by that point, I was way over it. Yeah. And I just wanted it to be done. Yeah. And so I was like, yes, I don't have to do playoffs, but it wasn't horrible. I wasn't like last place. They're doing like multiple awards throughout the year to like try and keep you interested. So like monthly winners. Um, like if you're the leader in a category, like if you're winning steals, if you're winning home runs, then you get a certain prize thing. So that helps because I do feel like at some point you are, again, I will be, I guarantee it, 16, I will be mathematically eliminated by June, (laughs) maybe May. Um, and so therefore then I'm not like, I'll just throw it away or not check it or change it. That's the problem with baseball though. Like football's fine. You do it once a week. Games are one day a week. I mean, I know that there's Thursday night games. Don't get, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. There's everybody has one game a week. In baseball, it's like uh, somebody's got the sniffles. They're not going to play today. And you're like, ah, oh, geez, screws everything up. Yeah. So we'll see. How it's it a goes. daily, you have to check it daily. If you're really into doing fantasy baseball, yeah. Because everything changes every day. Yeah. So I, I ba- what I wanted to say was I took a part time job managing a fantasy baseball <laughs> <Yeah>. team <laughs> so I can no longer do this podcast. <laughs> I got to spend every waking moment on those waiver wires. Uh, no, but. Uh, I'm gonna see how little I can do to get by and still a good call. be relatively not like cashing it in or tossing it in or whatever the <laughs> word is. I'm, I'm messing up on the words, but uh, yeah. good stuff. Um, okay, so we just finished up a series called Where Love, and uh, that's probably why you're listening to this podcast. So we're seven minutes in. We should probably figure that out. <laughs> 
Um, and it's I don't a- know. Let's be real. I think very few people listen to this. Yeah, because maybe. we talk about probably this probably <laughs> probably multiple things. I I don't know what it would what it would be. I don't even know if that's top three. But yeah, um, we did finish up a series yeah. week four of our Where Love series, and uh, we we talked about we launched our our new kind of idea, our new thing, our new program, our new. I don't know what you want to call it, but we're calling it Basecamp, uh, which is going to be a thing launching in May of 2019. It's going to be kind of like the next step for starting point. Starting point was where you go, you, you get the thing started, and then how do you make sure you're doing what you know you need to be doing and having that conversation. And uh, it is tough. So like we've been developing this for like, I don't know, maybe a month or two, probably two months Mallory's come on the team as kind of a project manager for that. Um, and at a board level, this has been a dream for us for a, quite a while. So it felt weird to like get up there and then do a commercial for it. Um, because I, you know how you, when you're so inundated with something and then you talk about it and other people are hearing it for the, for the first time and you've heard about it so many times, it's, it's, it's hard to be like, I just jump to conclusions and assume that you know what a Sherpa is. You yeah. know what I mean? And we're like, I just threw out a couple terms. Yeah. And I threw out Mallory. And everybody's like, who's Mallory? What are Sherpas? Yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> uh, and so that's a great question. The bottom line is uh, we are going to have kind of a next step sort of uh, four-week. We're calling it base camp. We're going around the theme of mountaineering and climbing and rock climbing. And um, in that sort of a world, um, you have Sherpas uh, that are uh, kind of famous in the uh, Nepali's uh, kind of culture uh, for helping people get to where they want to go, which is typically the top of Mount Everest. Um, and they have sort of a guide to know the way, but also they're helping you do this. They want you to do this, right? Um, so anyways, there's we're going to be offering uh, that four-week course, and we'll have some Sherpas on hand to be able to kind of help people. And the idea really is... Um, Hopefully you walked away from a series going, I need to do this. I want to be better at wearing love in my life, right? I, I want that to be a default. We all know people who we admire who, for them, wearing love seems to be like a natural reaction. And for some of us, it feels more like work. And for some of us, it feels more like I've got to be intentional about it. Um, and so we all, I think, I, I don't know, for me, I know that there's growth necessary in that area. And so if I can surround myself in, if I can see it, if I can hear it, and then I am more likely to actually do it. Um, and uh, so we want to provide intentional conversations that direct people towards focusing their attention on this. In the same way, this next week, or this week, actually, my kids have school conferences. Now, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm missing all of them. <laughs> but uh, Dad of the year over yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> I did buy a bike for my daughter this weekend, so I really like went up on the dad of the year potential Which award. Which daughter? Uh, Jovi. Okay. She had outgrown her little tiny one, and I fixed the tires on both the other kids. So like our bikes are fully functional. My wife was like, "Before you leave for a week for Vegas, would you please make sure that there's something for me to send them out and go do?" So the bikes are done. It's fantastic. Um, anyways, I got on a huge sidetrack there. Uh, they have school conferences, which is like a set formal time to come in and talk about. Um, our kids' performances in school, whether how they interact with kids and how they're doing their homework. Uh, and in that time, it's very natural for me to talk or hear about my kids. It's natural for our teacher to talk about it. And it's it's good. It's necessary. It's it, it would be weird to not have it, but it would also be weird to like expect the teacher to I don't know, just call me up on the phone and be like, hey, do you have five minutes of your time to talk about uh, kids' conference? I'd be like, no. <laughs> no, not right now. Like, 
I I'm doing I'm drafting for fantasy baseball. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm focused <laughs> elsewhere. Um, we I I want I, I I like as much as I maybe even dread going to those conferences. I understand the value of them, and I understand that when I go there, my mindset in the space of all right, we're talking about London right now. We're talking about Jovi. We're talking about Grayson, and um, how uh, Grayson's really great with numbers, but not great with <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> words well, I mean, which is so crazy so good at words talking but um yeah i like that i like the formality of that um uh, and the structure and the intentionality of that we're trying to bring that into a world so i think i actually explained that better in this podcast than i did in the message yesterday and so that's why i, I hope you're listening that. and and follow up with that and the other part is I knew, like, we're taking these four messages from this series. We're going to post them online. We're going to build the curriculum kind of around them and do some follow-up stuff. And so I felt like the people who are in this series uh, don't need to hear the explanation, the commercial for why they are why they should do Basecamp. Because if they're listening to this message and it's week four, they've already spent three weeks doing it. So why are you talking about something that I've already done? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're going to cut. I'm getting way into the weeds probably. A little bit. Never mind. I'm just going to stop. You should do base camp. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. And who, who doesn't need to grow in their capacity exactly. to be able to wear love? Exactly. So. It's that piece. We talked about it, I don't know, week one or two of surrounding yourself with people who are like, if you want to do something in your life or grow in some way, you should surround yourself with people who are good at that or better at that than you. Or, better, yeah. Um, and give them permission to yeah. talk about it. Uh, and then it's not accountability because like it's different in that I don't, I don't want to use that word because that's not what it is. Um, but like I'm a part of a men's group that meets on Monday mornings. And so even this morning, there's as soon as we get together and meet, the first 15 minutes are just how's life going. And there's like a structure for them to be able to say, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's what we're going through. Our daughter's facing this. And it's like it's a natural conversation for that to take place. I don't have a lot of those natural con- well i have probably more than the average person because i'm a pastor and so people look to me <laughs> for that but like when it comes to like just like everyday life and friendships it would be weird for me to go out on my at, towards my mailbox and my neighbor come over and then start talking about like his daughter and and like the struggles that they're going through in their marriage or whatever like mm-hmm. we just don't have that connection right yeah. so like but we need it like we we value those outlets uh so in that same way but when it comes to capacity for wearing love that's what we want base camp to be so yeah yeah, it sounds exciting. <sighs> Long breath. <laughs> you talked a lot. Yeah. Uh, it. I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be, um, I know us as a like organization have tried v- varying ways of growing people once they're like bought in and part of the church. And um, some have been more successful than others. But this feels really um, like steeped in our culture and as a church and st- so I I'm pretty excited about it. It seems like it's going to be something that is. What was your good. favorite part of the uh, of the whole series? You can think back at all four weeks. Is there any favorite part? Because I have one, and I'll tell you mine, and then you while you're thinking of yours, would that be oh, okay? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to dominate the conversation, but I, I do have a favorite, <laughs> and it happened on Sunday, second service. Okay. You weren't there for second service. I heard a really big laugh. Okay, so I did the circumcision. Yeah. Uh huh. Was that the really? I think it that was, was the absolutely. really big laugh. So if you weren't there, I talked about how. Uh, in Galatians chapter 5, Paul talks about circumcision being not of any value. It's a non-factor in terms of our relationship with Which God Which I have to say, Jesus. you talk about circumcision a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I told you this mid-service. It's because Paul does. Don't argue with me. Don't point the finger at me. Paul is obsessed with it. 
Uh, so I said it was very common for them, for, for, for like a natural standard. Like Paul was probably circumstance, Jesus, all of Jesus' disciples. In fact, uh, even into today, modern society, it's, there's a familiarity with it. In fact, in the, in the service, I go, in fact, by show of hands, who here? And then I just stop it right there, yeah. right? And in the first service, uh, I cut really quick to, I'm just joking, I'm just joking, everybody mm-hmm. laughed, and it was like the laughy, awkward thing, right? Well, then in mid-service, John Inman goes, you should like let that linger, you should let that sit and see if anybody raised their hand, and I was like, <laughs> I, I maybe, and I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it, because yeah. as soon as I said it, Megan, I go, I go by, by a show of hands, there was a lady in the front row, and I, don't, I, couldn't, I can't see him, and she <laughs> goes, oh no, <laughs> audibly out loud. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to say just kidding. I hadn't even let it sit that long. It wasn't like the last word wasn't even out of my mouth. And she was so on top of it. Like, oh, God, he's not really doing this, is he? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) And I looked at her and I said, exactly, exactly. I got to move on. That was by far, that was potentially my favorite moment in like the last, I don't know how many months of speaking because the timing was like, I don't know. It was it was just She was probably perfect. thinking in her head, my husband's going to raise his hand or like some you know like yeah. she's like no cuz my husband's not going to be able to she's, not do this. She's probably thinking, I brought my boyfriend to church. Yeah. I've been working on him for 6 months and this is the day I brought yeah. him to church. And you are having him reveal something of anyways. Horrible. All right. Any, anything stand out? Not even favorite in terms of funny, but just Anything about the series? I mean, you mentioned culture thing, but I, yeah, is there anything else that? Uh, I think that I my like the kind of favorite piece was obviously was yesterday the the only thing that counts part. Um, just that I like so the only thing that counts is faith. Uh, expressing expressing self, self through love. Yep. I had it in my head earlier today, and all then good. Just... Okay, I'll finish for you. Anyway, um, so that was kind of the. That was like the main part for me from this piece, but also just in general. That's a really great culminating like anchoring verse to have in your heart and in your like life. And as you move forward, trying to wear love Um, for me, like I, so one of the words that has kind of stuck through me through my faith journey is this Hebrew word called hesed, which means loving faithfulness, loving kindness. And it mostly speaks to God's like loving faithfulness in our life, but it is said the most in the book of Ruth. And I did a study on Ruth. And um, when you look at how Ruth just loved Naomi and stuck with her and went through all the things and did all the things she needed to do in order to make sure that she was loving Naomi and providing the best life for them both. Um, like that is, so for me, when I hear about faith expressed through love, that's what I think of. I think of Hesed. I think of that just like steady, faithful love that is part, that is an act and it's not uh, just a feeling. And right. it's that when, before you speak, you stop and you think, okay, what's this person going through? How are, how is their life hurting them now? How can I be love to them? Yeah. Before you do something, you're like, okay, what? how is this going to look if I'm doing this with love? How, how does, you know, talking to a kid about them being a brat look when I do this with love? How does talking to my employee who isn't doing what I want them to do look when I'm doing it through love? How, like, how am I has said, how am I faithful in my love? How am I faithful to the people that I love in terms of just, um, being steady and kind and, um, 
you know, being that, being that vision of Christ and God in this world. And so that's kind of, that's Dude, was what super I... super good. Absolutely. Um, because I mentioned a minute ago, when you, th- I want to think of people who their natural reaction is to wear love and you admire that in them. They're like, that's just so good. I mean, at the top, at, uh, if you create a list of biblical characters who exhibited that, Ruth would be on the list. But Naomi would too. It's like yeah. two people who figured this out. And the backstory between those two, if you're if you're not familiar with the story, is Ruth marries Boaz. Uh, and uh, no. no, sorry. Um, I don't uh, know his name. She marries she, Naomi's son. Naomi's son. You're right. Boaz is the one that she made. Mm-hmm. So she marries Naomi's son, and then he dies, and then uh, she takes on the responsibility of caring yeah. for her mother-in-law, her widowed mother-in-law. Her. Naomi and her son had moved to wherever Ruth was from. Yeah. And then when he died, Naomi wanted to go back home, and Ruth went with her right. and took her. Left left where she was yeah. at. And then at some point, the the love part switches over onto Naomi's side, and she's like, hey, thank you for all that you've done for me, but like you need to move on with your life. Why don't you go move home and do this? You know, And, and thank you. I'm, I'm taking care of her. I'm fine now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to I want you to be able to experience life and she doesn't leave and so then she like the caring for the, there's just so much yeah. so much good stuff yeah. that's going on in that and, and then she meets Boaz and then yeah. she, she gets married but um, yeah. and Naomi kind of arranges that she right like that's part of her acts of love for Ruth is arranging space and time and place for Ruth to have a life that continues and um, and then it, ultimately, it includes Naomi because by that point, Ruth and Naomi are so connected to each other that obviously Ruth is going to take care of Naomi until the day she dies, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. But it so that I did this. I did a book study on it, and it was really just kind of stuck in my heart. And um, you talked about getting tattoo. <laughs> of like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like so I have one tattoo, and I would my next tattoo is going to be the Hebrew word hesed. Yeah. Because that is just such a strong, it just had a, such a strong connection to my heart. And that's very much my faith story is one of just steady faithfulness and being held continually. And it's not big or flashy or exciting to hear about. It's just this like calm, steady faithfulness. And so when I hear that and when I that's kind of why it stuck with me but that's also how I interpret love and that's how I interpret faith expressed through love is this just continual daily small um, acts of love and doing things through the lens of how do I love this person in this moment that's it man you got it I love it it's so good Really good stuff. Uh, great. If you missed any parts of the series, obviously, eastlaketricities.com slash talks, or if you go to the, um, if you search East Lake Tricities on iTunes podcast, you can follow up with that. Or we are currently working on a new uh, website, wherelovetricities.com, that's going to have all of those uh, things listed on there, as well as introduction to base camp, some introductory videos, um, and talks more about what that's going to look like. Uh, the plan is to launch our first one in May. We're going to be doing it in that little room that's uh, or that new like office space that we have around the corner. But unfortunately, it only fits like maybe 10, 12 people max. It's not that big of a room. Uh, so we're going to have to break things up into sessions. So even if you uh, weren't here on Sunday and want to get signed up, or, you know, you fear it's full or whatever, uh, we, we are, we got quite a few signups on Sunday. So we're going to do like a May session, a June session, July session, uh, and kind of get people cycled through. Yeah, that and, table and was pretty going. packed so, after yeah. both services. Yeah, so. we got 
uh, water bottles, stickers. We're, we got T-shirts on order. Um, so lots of swag to be able to get this thing out there and, and make this thing a reality. Yeah. So we're super pumped about that. And obviously with that comes a bunch of uh, some Where Love Serve opportunities, the first one being uh, the sorting event that's taking place. I think it's next Thursday, if I'm, 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 I don't have the date off the top of my head. That was but, the 29th, which is a Friday. Oh, Friday. There you go. So, anyways, <laughs> check the weekly for more information mm. on what that would look like. But cool. All yeah. right. Uh, should we jump into our something we interesting? Should. Let's do it. You want to go first or me? I can go first. Yeah, go for um, it. Mine is a little bit related to what we were talking about earlier today. It is baseball themed. Awesome. Love um, baseball. The because the season is about to start. Yes. And this year, opening day. Official, official is starting in Japan. Yes, with the Mariners playing the Athletics. That's right. And Ichiro on the starting day yep, roster, they just announced. They just today. announced it this morning. It's pretty exciting. Um, the Mariners obviously have a really um, strong relationship with Japanese baseball and just Japan in general. Um, the Mariners have been owned by Japanese companies for periods of time. They have a lot of Japanese player that players that come through their farm system. Geographically, like, I think yeah. you know that helps too. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, also, just Washington and Seattle in general yeah. have a very strong relationship with um, Japanese Japan and Japanese cities. Right. Um, so uh, they are. They did an exhibition game. They've done two exhibition games. I know the they won the first one. Um, I don't know about the second one. I didn't see. Um, and that was then, like last year, two years ago, right? Uh, no. So this is the second time the Mariners have been in Japan. Yes, but this this year is the first time that the the games will count. Like these oh, are yes. these are actual Major League Baseball sanctioned counts on the record games no i think it's the fifth time they've opened oh, okay. in japan okay um just in general major league baseball it's the second time the mariners have got it um but i believe it started in like 2002 okay and the mariners were supposed to go in 2003 but then the iraq war started and they were they canceled it all yeah um and so yeah there's it's pretty exciting i don't they don't do it very often opening like official opening day out of the country, but of all the places in the world, Japan makes a ton of sense to me doing yeah. it in the Tokyo Dome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of articles about how the turf, they changed the turf pretty recently in the Tokyo Dome and it's, um, it's kind of like longer. So it feels like it's really slow. It feels like more grass, more grass like, but it's still turf. And so there's like players are talking about having to adjust to that and all change the, their cleats yeah. up and yeah. yeah. So good. Well, hopefully it doesn't get uh, rained out like well, the Mexico City. Oh, well, okay. Then <laughs> it'll be fine. I'm talking about the NFL one that had to get canceled uh, in Mexico City this last year. They oh, really? canceled it like the week of. And then they had to move totally it back to spaced. LA. Yeah, anyways. Because uh, of rain? Because of hurricane or yeah, something? Uh, oh, okay. They just didn't take the, they No, there was like a concert the week before. Oh. And then when they moved the field in, it was like just crappy. Yeah. And they're like, we can't break an ankle and that's not going to work. Yeah. So, um, all right. Good. I'm 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 excited for baseball. Yeah. I mean, you you're probably one of my favorite baseball friends that we have, <laughs> um, and uh, I I will admit, just like life in general right now, I have less time to spend towards baseball. But I'm starting. I'm getting That's excited. The thing about baseball, here's the thing about baseball. Like it can just be on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't sit down and watch baseball like I watch football or like right now I'm watching college basketball. Oh no, Baseball's baseball is on a napping the background. sport. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it's on, and I'm out in the patio. We're grilling dogs, uh-huh. and I look over. I'm like, oh good, the Mariners are up. Oh, yeah. they're down. Yeah, that's more often what the case. <laughs> 
so I'm excited about that. All yeah. right. Uh, mine has to do with uh, some television binge watching. If you are uh, available to, uh, if, if this is a time to be able to get back into a show, the new season of, uh, there's well, two new seasons just dropped, one on Netflix and one on Amazon Prime. Um, and I got to be careful in vouching for these things, right? So these are like yeah. not safe for your mom. Don't watch them with your mom <laughs> or your kids. Uh, but Catastrophe uh, just showed up on Amazon Prime season four, I believe. I think it's season four. Um, and uh, it's a it's a fun show. Rob Delaney and oh, what's her name? Megan? I don't remember what her name is. Oh, oh I don't know. I mean, uh, anyway, the for theme it, song's but... great. There's, it's short. It's witty. There's some British accents, so you got to kind of like listen a little close a little bit. But uh, it's it's or flip on the captions or flip on the captions. <laughs> My wife and I love that one. Uh, and then Arrested Development just dropped season uh, five on Netflix. And if you remember this show, this was the one that was on Fox for three years a long time ago. It became a cult classic. The DVDs are fantastic. They're one of the so like how people kind of can watch The Office and just like fall asleep to watching The Office. That's been like our like our generation's kind of thing. I'm a little bit older than that. Like I I I watch The Office live, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, uh, Rest development was that for me. Like I can throw on a half hour episode, and I did it last night, and just laugh as I'm falling asleep. And be like this is the 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 plot's terrible. The all you know there's. <laughs> But it's just so funny. And and yeah. so season three, all three seasons were fantastic. Then they took a long hiatus. They came back with season four, but they were trying to do something weird. It wasn't that great. I'm hopeful for season five. I have not watched it. Um, so I'm putting that as a caveat. But here's what I do know. One and three are great. Four is take it or leave it. And then five is like literally released on Wednesday last week. Nice. So check it out. Nice. Yeah. Uh, also, one more thing to check out, and then we'll let you go. We are doing another bracket challenge, like we always do every year. Um, this is like bracket season; it's March Madness time, uh, and you're gonna say, "I don't really watch college basketball," and I'm gonna say, "It doesn't matter." It doesn't matter at uh, all because it's all just <laughs> luck of the draw, anyways. And there are prizes to be won, not from me personally. Ours is just for free and fun. Uh, but uh, if, like, I think if you fill out a really great bracket, you win something from Allstate, or I don't know what it is. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you go to EastLakeTriCities.com/slash bracket we've set up a private group through espn bracket challenge um it takes you about five minutes to do and we'll highlight some winners and do some fun stuff so check it out it's fun it's a fun like um national participation kind of a thing if you're into that absolutely absolutely nothing even if you don't and nothing is more exciting than basketball this weekend (laughs) i'm telling you it's so great Mm -hmm. so I'm super excited. My dad's going to be speaking next week. Uh, yeah. So we'll be doing a follow-up podcast a little bit later. So we'll do it on Tuesday next week, talking about uh, uh, him and all the good <laughs> stuff there. Yeah. All right. It's exciting. I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Yep. We're 20 seconds to pass. That's pretty good, though. We 30 did, minutes? Yeah, 30 That's minutes. pretty good, We're guys. Good. We're getting better at it. We are. Thanks for listening. You can find us on the socials. I'm at Brent Johnson, uh, J-O-H-N-S-E-N, Megan. Meg Bojan, B-E-A-U-J-O-N. On Twitter or Instagram yep. and uh, or Eastlake Podcast on Twitter for anything that we mentioned. We'll send out a link to the Bracket Challenge and blah, 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 all the other stuff. Yeah. Have a great week, guys. See you. Bye.